Welcome to Knives Out Minute. I'm your host for this week, Ryan Murphy, and joining me is my guest for this week, Curtis Blaze. Hi, Curtis. Hi, how are you doing uh, since I saw you last yesterday? <laughs> I've been good. Uh, today we're covering Minute 114, uh, and that'll run from uh, 1 hour, 53 minutes, and 0 seconds to 1 hour, 53 minutes, and 59 seconds. Our minute starts with... Uh, <laughs> it's it's almost like silly how how well this cut works because we we zoom in on uh on daniel craig and his first line is enter benoit blanc uh and we are (laughs) firmly in uh into his reconstruction of the crime and everything that happened so yeah i guess uh starting with the uh the beginning of the minute what are your thoughts on this minute this is the minute that i was so excited to uh learn i was going to be doing these minutes for it's the juiciest part we we really get to uh we really get to the meat of what's going on ransom (sighs) learning well he gets to the point where lance you know ransom learns that he needs to switch the vials back, but he doesn't know the Fransom, yada, yada, yada. This is, uh, this is the juiciest, this is the juiciest minute, if you ask me. Yeah, absolutely agree. So we, we start out, uh, we get the enter Benoit Blanc and then, uh, we, we cut to Lakeith Stanfield's character, uh, Lieutenant Elliot saying, uh, so he's, he's a little bit less engaged with, uh, with the drama of uh, what what Benoit is doing here, but uh, Trooper Wagner immediately shushes him <laughs> because he's enjoying the the same thing we're all enjoying. Benoit Blanc working out uh, how this all went down, uh, and this is actually this is <laughs> the first of two uh, sort of interjections by uh, Trooper Wagner that I I don't know I I still just really like that character. He's he's a fan of not only uh mystery in general but he's a fan of benoit blanc and he's he's a really fun audience surrogate for uh for us here he is um well they both are in a way there's the there's Mm -hmm. the come on let's get going come on come on come on on," guy and then there's the you know looking you know and listening and just being completely into it guy yeah, but uh, he, you know, we're we're definitely at a point here. Uh, I, I remember actually when I was uh, watching this in the theater, um, that definitely got a reaction. The like shh uh, from Wagner, um, and so yeah, we we start piecing together uh, what actually happened uh, the day after the the uh, death. So uh, Plunk puts together that you know the body is discovered early in the morning. Uh, everyone swarms in and there's no way for ransom to get back up to the medical bag to take the vials out. So uh, we eventually get to what we've been sort of discussing uh, throughout the film. Uh, It's been brought up a number of times that ransom missed the funeral. And uh, we, we put together here that that is why, because he needs to get back up to Marta's medical bag to tamper with it again, uh, to switch the vials back. 
So what, I guess what are your thoughts on uh, Blanc's sort of deductive process here and uh, how that works with how the rest of the story has been told? I don't think I'm as smart as Blanc. <laughs> that might be, the, might be the problem. It all makes sense. It all makes movie sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Given what I was... Uh, I'm trying to think of this as if I were given the clues. The clues I was given in the movie don't give me... I don't feel like they give me the detail to know mm-hmm. how this worked out. It seems a little, a little guessy... Because he doesn't know mm-hmm. about, <clears throat> doesn't know about Fran. Well, he does know mm-hmm. about Fran from interviewing Marta. <sighs> no, I think it's, I think it's right on. It's, it's a little movie to me. Explain to me how he knows. Let's see. Explain to me why you think he knows this. Does that, does that make sense? Is that a fair question? Yeah. So I think at this point, uh, we're just, he, he's, well, so, uh, in, uh, a few of the previous scenes, we've discovered that, uh, he now has the tox report. He knows that Fran had it. Um, and he's, he, uh, we, we've just gone through the act of demonstrating that Marta can, uh, pick up these vials and, and know what's in them, uh, by feel alone. So I, I think he's, he's speculating a bit. Um, but imagine doing but, that. I, I guess what I'm saying is imagine doing that on the fly where, yeah, I guess he, he had to confirm, he had to confirm that she knew what the vial was by instinct. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, he must've had the theories going around in his head, just thinking about it the whole time. Yeah. Something. I mean, it is a little, <clears throat> I, I don't know what to make of uh, Ransom not attending the funeral because we're, we're given sort of two different pictures of what's going on. One is that Ransom is close to uh, close to the decedent. Uh, sure. So, uh, so yeah, uh, we're, we're thinking, okay, well, uh, it's kind of weird that he wouldn't uh, then go to his funeral uh, to, you know, pay his respects to Harlan. But on the other hand, the way we're first introduced to Ransom, he's pretty aloof. He doesn't seem that connected with the rest of the family. It seems that if any of the family, he was close to Harlan. Um, so it seems plausible that he might not go to the funeral. But uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think de- we're definitely at a point where, I mean, obviously uh, <laughs> with the the powers of being a movie detective, um, right, <laughs> he can, he can well, sort of piece some things together, but but yeah, it's I don't well, know. Well, yeah, there's kind of two things going on. Fran didn't go to the funeral, mm-hmm. and that's kind of odd. Yeah, well, because it seems like that... it seems like everyone sort of would. Although, you know, I don't know. I mean, she would have been she would have been close to him too. Well, I think he, that I think that plays well with. Uh, the well, we I, I guess we we don't get confirmation uh, on Fran. We do have the uh, uh, sort of everyone saying, "Oh, I I voted that Marta should be able to go to the funeral, but everyone else voted me down." Um, I, I don't know. I, I like it seems plausible plausible to me just with the thrombies that they would sure 
just not like not even you know voting that down but like not even think to invite fran i i could very well see them being just like oh yeah whatever do we know was she left behind in order to get like something ready for post-funeral for a post-funeral gathering because it seems like she was just like doing her normal vacuuming and stuff not like getting a spread yeah 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 she seemed to be sort of i i think we see her and she's like moving linens around right uh, so Folding yeah towels. De- definitely not right. yeah she, she's not like setting up for a, a wake or anything is so, there so is yeah. there a case to be made for fran being the murderer hmm let's just say i i, <laughs> I mean the the opportunity is there is what i'm saying if yeah. uh, all the the exact same opportunity that is there as far as crawling up the trellis and and then having access to the vials to switch them back after the murder, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, of course that's far fetched, but eh, it's it's movie detect. It's a little bit movie detective, but it's very satisfying. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I I think that's. I don't know. I I think it's when we you know obviously now we we're past the point where uh, Fran has been uh, also attacked, uh, but it is kind of like. I, I, I don't know. There is a um, I, I think there is a version of this movie where, you know, maybe it was Fran and uh, we're we're sort of, you know, I, I feel like that's in one of the versions of this movie as, you know, if it were Clue, that would be one of the endings where Fran is the murderer and Tim Curry is around. He's, so. uh, he's actually working for the FBI. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I the one thing I did notice uh, rewatching this minute, um, I feel like this is the first time that we see Ransom where he starts looking genuinely concerned. Right, he's Look, got there is there he, is he a point to sweat at, a little. Yeah, I mean he's he's already you know he's sort of blown his cool a little bit. Uh, in a previous minute, he uh, you know sort of snaps uh, that uh, you know. You have her confession, which is a little bit aggressive for a guy who has done nothing wrong. But here, like the, I, I don't know uh, well, what I don't it is get, about the way. I don't get the impression that anybody is pretending he didn't do it at this point. Not even him. I think at yeah, this point, yeah, we're kind he's of, simply saying, you know, you can't get me. He, he's almost signaling, you can't get me. You have her confession. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's, it's. It's interesting to watch that sort of, I, I don't know what it is about the way Chris Evans is uh, acting in this scene, but like his eyes almost seem to uh, in this sort of, uh, as he's listening to the explanation, he's starting to, I think his confidence that he can't be got is waning <laughs> because there's a lot of, you know, you have her confession, you don't have the evidence, but Blanc is putting together a lot of the clues that I think he wasn't expecting to be put together. Well, this is, yeah, this Chris Evans look to me, putting myself in his place seems a little, Mm -hmm. he seems pretty stressed. He seems pretty on edge. He, yeah, it it seems like he put this, he realized that they have the confession one second before he said it. Because there's almost mm-hmm. a sigh of relief, not a sigh of relief, but there's almost a, like a, oh, you've got a confession, you know, and he's yeah. trying to, 
he's trying to give the impression that he's pointing out the obvious, while at the same time, inside, he's just thrumming. He's just vibrating with, you know, adrenaline from having to play this cat and mouse game with the uh, detective verbally at this point. Right. Yeah, I, I think it's, you know, it's interesting to see, like, because the way he's been played throughout the movie is just he's never he never seems out of control of the situation. He always seems like very calm and cool and I know what's going on and oh hey, even if something unexpected comes up, I'm gonna find a way to to pin this on Marta. Um so it's 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 I think actually, you know, looking at uh just some images of this this minute i think it's it's also he's in this minute he's no longer smiling he's got a very like straight his mouth is very okay this is it's time to be serious uh he's figuring too much stuff out and i'm upset about that so yeah we uh we continue uh sort of through this we uh see the flashback to uh ransom going through the crime scene tape uh, and going upstairs. Uh, Fran comes around with the pillows and then sort of pops her head in and leans in ominously over the crime scene tape, uh, watching as uh, Ransom goes to switch back the vials. And uh, I, I can't, I don't know that we can see it. Is he also putting back the naloxone? I think he might be. And I think that that would sell the Marta th- sort of story uh, if he were to put that back, um, either to imply that she, you know, poisoned him and knew it and didn't use it, or just to sort of erase that whole there's no reason for the naloxone to not be in the bag theory. Well, I don't know. <clears throat> Let me examine that for a second. I've got that. I've got that mm-hmm. problem where I don't have it on loop, <laughs> so I'm finding the place again. We're looking for. We're looking for something in his hands, right? Yeah, so he, he seems to be. I mean, he's... he seems to be holding something in his left hand. Something. Yeah, and that would yeah, be. So I think we're... that wouldn't be switching back. He just needs to switch the vials once he gets there. So what is he carrying oh, yeah. upstairs? That that is, uh, you know, just just looking at it again really quickly, uh, he does pull something out of his pocket. So I think that's meant to be the uh, naloxone that would have saved Harlan's life if Harlan had been poisoned, which he wasn't because uh, amazing nurse. So, and you know, we get this sort of uh, long shot on Fran where she uh, not only sort of sneaks into frame sort of silently. But she also like emerges from the shadows. Uh, I don't know. I, I I thought that was just a really evocative sort of image to uh, to lead with, right? Uh, and and she already hates him because <laughs> he's already he's already a uh, I forget. Are we swearing on this? <laughs> uh, what what they called him in the movie is he's an asshole to the help. <clears throat> yes. So you can already see on her face that she's already suspicious of him anyway. And uh, this yeah. guy shows up during the funeral, not going to the funeral, but he's in town and he goes past the crime scene tape and he's doing something in the bag for God's sake. 
how quick does she put this together? Because she has to get to her. She has to. It's revealed in a few. Is it in this minute where it's revealed that she has the cousin? Uh, it's the beginning of uh, tomorrow's minute, I believe. Or no, no, no. It is this minute because uh, we uh, the, our minute ends with uh, uh, Marta recalling that oh. Uh, that was the uh, right, okay. Hallmark movie that she was telling me about with Danica McKellar. And then we have Trooper Wagner come in with just like deadly by surprise. Like he's he's seen it a dozen times. He knows the Hallmark mystery lineup. <laughs> he's very on top of the game. Well, and, and just an aside here for that, that deadly by surprise, when they refer mm-hmm. to uh, Danica McKellar, do you know yeah. anything about deadly by surprise and all that? No. Danica, the the deadly by surprise. See if I've got this right here. Deadly by surprise is actually like a cheesy, a cheesy um, episode from something from the Hallmark series named Matchmaker Killers, a killer engagement. And it stars Danica McKellar, who is Winnie from the Wonder Years. Yes, you're right. And. uh, he didn't like Ryan Johnson didn't get permission or anything, but he just he just loved that so much that he ended up he ended up having the words "deadly by surprise" inscribed on the on the knife that's used in a little bit here and sending it to her huh. as a gift. That genuinely, I I did not it did not even occur to me to look up whether "deadly by surprise" was a thing because it was just it's just like such a hallmark mystery movie <laughs> sort of name that it like it i completely i'm flabbergasted that it has any connection to actual danica mckellar that, that's amazing <laughs> well there you go that's that's kind of cool but uh, getting back to this how does it occur to fran that she needs to why does this okay imagine the suspicious mind you've got to have to Go as far as to ask your cousin at the lab to to send you the results, which yeah, you can't get that stuff released as a journalist for until yeah. until after the autopsy's released and and everybody is okay with it until after the inquest is done, whichever whatever is going to happen and a suicide. That stuff is actually kind of hard to get. Yeah. So he would be violating, or she, I guess they don't say, would be violating some yeah. rules to send that stuff out to her. And she's so suspicious that that's her first move. I mean, this movie's taking place in a couple of days. Yeah. This this movie's taking place fast, and she doesn't know what the she doesn't know what it means. There's a lot of there's a lot of if I'm smelling a lot of if on everybody's plan here. <laughs> that I I that is something uh, that you know I when you're in the midst of the of, of watching the movie for the first time, I just sort of you know I went along with the idea that okay Fran uh, is gonna ask her cousin for uh, the toxicology report, but it I it is like <laughs> well put yourself I, I guess yeah I, I think I know where I think I know where you're going with this put yourself. Put yourself in France's place. Is your next move, and quickly, not like sometime when you're curious later on, but like, right. 
in the next hour, as soon as you get off work, are you going to your cousin? Yeah, you might, because you want to get it over quick, because it seems like kind of a pain. And Right. But then it's your cousin is just, just like, a, here you go. <laughs> yeah, it, it, well, it's it's definitely a, uh, I mean, she yeah, she does see Ransom messing around with the bag. And Ransom also, by the way, uh, the way he like just sort of struts in, like, not only not considering that other people might be in the house, because... I feel like Ransom, if he didn't know that Fran wasn't invited, would know his family well enough to know they wouldn't invite uh, Fran or Marta or anyone. Uh, but he just sort of like struts in. Um, it It's a little bit of a she's got to make the jump to from, OK, I see Ransom messing around with the medical bag. Now I'm going to start doubting. I, I like from her perspective, it just it seemed that the suicide story that has been sold seems really plausible. And I'm not sure like it, it would I, I don't know that it would immediately occur to me to to reach out to someone who works at the lab to get a blood tox report. But well, here's also, the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. It's not. It's not necessarily... It doesn't fall apart. The movie isn't weak. Yeah. But everybody in the movie is super suspicious and very good at solving mysteries. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in order does, for this to work out. It does take place in this, like, Agatha Christie dimension where everyone's <laughs> just sort of on top of it. There's just so many uh, murders all the time that everybody just has right. developed a second... <laughs> a second sense about murders but also that you know she so fran not only has the cousin but as you mentioned like the cousin is I, there's got to be some sort of i mean harlan's deceased at this point so i don't know if like hipaa covers that but i feel like you as no, you were mentioning, I, no I, can, I can tell you I, as an expert yes. at, at maneuvering around hipaa hipaa doesn't cover yeah. dead people dead people don't have rights right <laughs> That's so, not a thing. So, but there's still like a, I, you're right. Like I, she not only has a cousin who works in the lab, but also a cousin who is presumably risking some sort of like something. He's getting fired. Is he the head for, medical examiner? Is he like I the county? Just, is he the county <laughs> examiner? Or is he just a guy that, that sweeps up? I, it's, I mean, I, the Are impression we, I got was someone who works in the lab. Which okay, so they're yeah, like they're I, like I running know. the centrifuge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so, well, so I mean that's a good question. We're kind of running into a time thing here, and we can we can deal with that in the next minute if you want to. If you want to uh, go on this minute, but it, there's a lot of questions I have about. You know, this is one of the elements where it happens to be lucky mm-hmm. for LeBlanc that it worked out this way. But yeah, also, yeah, definitely. the cops would have access to all of this information. He didn't have to see yeah. this. He didn't have to see this on a photocopied blackmail note. He could have just right. went and got the the tox report himself, or else, you know, the trooper or the or the detective would have. I mean, we there. There's the uh, the arson at the uh, whatever office that is. But I the oh, that's right. They wouldn't thing that I think that we're. I I feel like that's. The sort of thing that, like, you enter into a database, which has a backup somewhere. 
somewhere. And isn't just like isn't a piece of paper. I, I, yeah, well, we're we're sort of. It could be. Is it is it possible? Do you think? No, but then he's actually there investigating clues too at the house. It mm-hmm. rained the night before, and they had footprints that got ruined. But this is also uh, the, it, that actually hadn't occurred to me before that we're you know there there is that scene where we're. Marta's sort of intentionally obscuring some footprints. Um, but that we, we've not only like <laughs> we've had an autopsy, we've had a funeral. We've had it come out in the paper. We've had it come out in the paper. The ground is still wet. The ground is still wet. <laughs> I don't. And we, and we've had, and we've gone as far as probate court. I mean, to be fair, this does, uh, the, the mansion, this, this takes place in does sort of give me the sense that it's, kind of always raining there but then then you would think that the footprints would have washed away but yeah no the the it does uh we are so so in some cases along so it didn't occur to them Mm -hmm. to go get a tox screen which by the way could take a month i'm just saying those those results have to be they have to get the blood and then send it you know and then do all the testing (laughs) as like so uh I, I don't I believe I mentioned this uh, on an earlier minute. Like I work I'm a I'm a chemist. I work in an analytical lab. Okay, so you know the the, deal. the turnaround. <laughs> right. Especially for this like sort of very low level, like we already think we have a cause of death. We're just kind of doing this right. to 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 you know, dot all the I's and cross all the T's. It is sort of a it's it's like would I they even not... would they even run a talk screen when they had an apparent suicide? The turnaround mm-hmm. is still a month or longer. It's it's the the turnaround is sort of not it, it's not it's what the folks who submit samples wish it would be. It is <laughs> right. not like if it, it, the analysts in the lab that are doing the the blood work are I'm sure just like I don't know I I we're we're working as fast as we can but we're still like it's it, it just takes a while you gotta and especially in a, you know in I've never done this kind of uh, work before but I imagine there's a lot of like when they have to put the and, the blood in a thing and separate it for like 24 hours or or more yeah, yeah. and it would take a while like even if you're if you're doing all this whatever it is right, they do yeah. Whatever it's, it's CSI, of... whatever CSI magic, I imagine them doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. There, there definitely is like a a. I, I I guess one way you could take it is it highlights how much she hates ransom. That <laughs> she's just immediately like, That's hey, uh, cousin who works at the lab. Uh, there's a chance that this could ruin the life of someone I despise. Ransom, I'd like you to. Do, I'd like you to go ahead and run a a, a one thousand five hundred dollar test quick. Uh, let's lock him up so he yeah he uh I, yeah i i think that's we we've pretty thoroughly uh in, interrogated this minute uh so we have a question we we're, we're asking every day um our question for today is rate ryan so uh i guess yeah what what are your opinions on Ryan Johnson's other work. Okay, uh, I'll make this quick. I'm in love with Brick. I've seen Brick thir- thirty times. Um, yeah, uh, Looper is an amazing movie that I've seen a couple of times. Uh, the time, the whole it, it's the 
It's a time travel movie that really seems to work. That seems to maintain its internal logic. I haven't analyzed it, but, you know, it makes sense to me. There's no, but wait a minute, why? Ever in that movie. And it's cool. I mean, it's just, you know, that guy is just so cool. Uh, the other work I'm familiar with, with him, from him is, uh, of course, The Last Jedi. Is it The Last Jedi? Yeah, Last Jedi. Which I loved when I saw it. And then I succumbed to the internet hate and hated it. Now I'm coming back around and kind of like it again, especially in light of this last movie. It's like, oh, imagine, imagine if Ryan had been allowed to carry out the third movie. I think it would have redeemed the second one in a way, you know, because it seems like the third Star Wars movie tried to, tried to like undo what Ryan started. I think if we continue with Ryan for the rest of that movie, we would be in a very different Star Wars position right now. Everybody would be. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Uh, what, the, other, uh, what other works has he done? Because you're kind of catch me flat footed here. What are his other so big things? There's uh, the Brothers Bloom, uh, which I unfortunately still have not seen. I haven't seen that. <laughs> <laughs> and then in addition to that uh he directed three episodes of breaking bad oh okay and those were those were great i mean i remember okay i remember those being the like one of them was the best one yeah there he directed uh fly which when i watched it when it was like a we're watching this once every week i i think i agreed that like okay this is a little slow we don't really see re i recently rewatched all of breaking bad and loved it because it it's just a very it's just a beautifully done episode, and then he did uh, two of the last episodes. He did uh, Fifty One and uh, Ozymandias, which is the second to last. Ozymandias, so, obviously, but I really love yeah. the Fly too. I would put the Fly over. Yeah. Lo- would I put the Fly over Looper? I would watch the Fly before I would watch Looper again. I would watch the Fly before I would watch the Last Jedi again. <laughs> what about you what, what's your uh, ryan johnson ratings uh i you know have you done this 114 times already <laughs> <laughs> uh i i think i've uh i i don't know i i think i've gone into it but it, yeah so brick i definitely agree loved brick um i i think i sort of uh came upon that uh at a i don't know i i i came upon it not that long after it came out, but still uh, enough that I was watching it on, you know, not in the theaters, uh, but absolutely loved it. Um, Looper, I I really enjoyed, but I haven't gone back to it. I should go back to it. I should watch that again. Uh, Breaking Bad, all the episodes, loved them. Uh, and then Last Jedi, I, I really enjoyed. Um, I... I definitely agree that, you know, if we, if we'd spent less of the rise of Skywalker sort of undoing a lot of the stuff that the last Jedi sets up, I think we're just from there in a better place. Um, there are other, there are a lot of other problems I have with the rise of, uh, Skywalker, but I will save that for, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Lost minute 115 or, or when we because like every movie's by minutes we're required to talk about star wars for at least five minutes of every episode absolutely <laughs> so yeah um is there anything you'd uh you'd like to plug boy i don't know you know everything everything i want to plug uh, i'm working I, i'm extremely proud of the work that duncan and i are doing on the time bandits minute we've got top-notch mm-hmm. guests and 
the analysis is just, it's going really well. I'm just loving it. I'm having a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to releasing it in mm-hmm. 2022. Oh, wow. Okay. Time band is awesome. But, but we've, already, we've already got an online community kind of established. It's, you know, it isn't very yeah. active, but you can go to Time Bandits Minute at Facebook or timebanditsminute.com, which right now points to our Twitter feed. And we just post little things, you know, little interviews with Terry Gilliam or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. pictures that we find that are cool, that kind of thing. That's where that's what I'm awesome. about right now. Great. Well, uh, yeah. Thank thank you so much for uh, for coming on, and uh, thanks everyone uh, for listening. Uh, if you'd like to uh, go ahead and uh, look up Knives Out Minute on Facebook, uh, follow at Knives Out Minute on Twitter, and uh, whatever. Uh, service you're listening to this on if you could go ahead rate and review that would be amazing uh so uh once again thanks very much and uh we'll be back tomorrow for more knives out